Happy Tuesday. Good morning, everybody. And a fine morning it is. Yes. Right here on January the 28th, 2020. Yes. 5780. Yes. And it's Shabbat the second. Second. Yes. Second. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Well, we've had a big couple of days, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. We're recording a little, a little late today. Not late. Later. We, we arrive precisely when we mean to. It's still Later. morning. It's still. It's still. It's, it's still a.m. Uh, but yes, we had our sixth little grandbaby born yesterday, and. I got to stay over at the hospital with the ladies, and so um, I'm I'm here now, and we're here together. But we're very excited to have welcomed Abby, um, which is short for Abide, and her beautiful little princessy self. Yes, she's princessy, and she's gorgeous. And she's she's literally like just made of stars and smiles. I mean, I've never seen. A baby smile within minutes of being born, like yeah. like a not a reflex, like a real smile. Yeah, it was a real smile. That's right. A bunch of them. And I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying that you know there's a lot of noise in the room. She's kind of freaking out a little bit, and but when we talked to her in in our soft little sweet voices, that's when she would smile. Yes. So yeah. she knew. She knew the. She recognized our voices. It was probably the hospital that was yeah. causing her to go, ah! Yeah. Yeah. So, here we are. Ta-da! Yeah. Immersion's going on. Yeah. This is week one. Yes, of Immersion 11. Wow. I 11. Yeah. So, that's amazing. It is amazing. We have 13 glorious people that have said yes to Papa's invitation. And that, that was amazing. So, with... Abby being born yesterday, which is Monday, that's usually my teach day, so yeah. I got to teach on Sunday. Yes. That was very special. Yeah. Having a Sunday immersion day, never had one of those before, but okay. yeah, it's usually our day off, so right. it was fun. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> you know, this morning um, I was talking with Papa, and we just had this great conversation that I wanted to share with everyone, because... One of the things that uh, that I could tell was on his heart was really about sowing and reaping, and um, and so we just talked about that, and what came out of it was a topic I don't know how many times I've I've said it, but it's it's just it's now he's using this word, and I want to give it to you. It's culture. There is a culture that the world is making right now. It's it's it's. It's not a newborn, but it is maturing. It is a, a, a maturing culture that that truly does lure people into selfishness without without being obvious. And and it's all the things that we've said before. You know, it's it's the it's the information about what's going on in the world, whether that's celebrity TV and movie. Um, or books, or whether that is politics, or whether that is world news, or whether that is even the weather. All of these things that are happening, style, fashion, um, what it means to be successful, all of these cultural things 
are are starting to gel into a real world culture and that people from really all walks of life all over the planet Earth are able to connect now through social media and all of the different um, apps on our smartphones. And because of that, we're able to obtain this information and knowledge very quickly about what is in and what is not in and who is being talked about, who's not being talked about, who's alive, who's not, what is happening in their lives, what is um, what is important to them, how successful they are. And all of these things are a culture that um, that is meant to lure the world into this place of identity. And people finding their identity in this culture. And but the culture has its you know root um, beliefs, which which is a prosperity, um, uh, a wealth mindset. Um, in some regards, there is a compassion, and in some regards, there is a morality, and in other regards, there is a hatred, and there is a void of morality. But all of these things are in it, and it is a selfish culture. And the, the point never has been about whether or not um, you ever saw, you know, you know the, the idea of isolating yourself from something and, and, and in essence, <clears throat> judging it and being afraid of it or judging it and being above it and therefore, you know, staying away from it. And in, in every respect, all that matters really is who is our source. And, and if, if our source is Papa, are we giving Papa that, um, that airtime? You know, are we giving him that intimacy? And do we realize that a culture that unifies based upon these attributes of fear, hope, hatred, um, even even compassion and morality, all of these things that draw people together, but is it Papa or is it not Papa? And if it's Papa, then we are we are growing in him and we're becoming love and he is our source and, and he is leading us through awe and wonder and delight and our lives are never the same. But in this other culture, what he said to me is, this is where people are going to really realize the emptiness of selfishness. Mm. And some people, uh, some people will react to that by becoming angry and bitter and locking themselves up. So then we'll have locked gates to deal with. But the other people are going to be crying out for a rescue. Mm. And, and I really feel his heart that we would choose well in these days, that we would choose to be people of love so that when the moments come that these people are crying out because they fell in love with someone or something and it 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 didn't satisfy them mm-hmm. you know they fell in love with a person and the person reacted to selfishness and broke their heart they fell in love with a celebrity and the celebrity died you know any of these things that can happen or somebody that you really respected could make a bad choice and and in essence betray that dependency and identity that came from that person. You know, all people are going to fail us. And when 
the world has that moment, which, which will be many, many times, many, many people. Will there be light that mm-hmm. leads them to the true love? Will they see that in a person? Will they find a person that emits that light and, that, and, and is giving that love? And, and because of that, it will lead them to the real love, which is God. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so don't we want to be ready? You know, not for our king to come back and judge us. That's not what we're talking about. Don't we want to be ready for the harvest? Mm-hmm. Don't we want we don't we want to be ready to rescue these people? And and instead of falling in the same pit they're in and needing to be rescued, mm-hmm. we know the path. And so there is there's a lure to be watchful for. There's a lure that is trying to draw us in to the wrong kingdom. And we know, we already are aware of the fact that this is something for us to decline, that our source is God. And, and if God sends you to social media, go to social media. If God sends you to the news, watch the news. If God sends you to read a book, watch a movie, watch TV, do. If God calls you to pray for a celebrity, pray for a celebrity. But if those people become a source, if that entity becomes a source, you have fallen into that pit and you don't want to be in that pit. Stay out of that pit. Give God the airtime that the lure is drawing the world to and you will be transformed into the light of the world when it gets darker and darker and darker. And people will know God because of the the true heroes, you know, of the world, which mm-hmm. are the people that laid their life down so that God could resurrect something greater. Mm-hmm. And I hear Papa saying, reject that culture, reject that um, that lure that's trying to draw people into an identity of selfishness. And we know that, but but give God the airtime and see what He does, because every day He's got a treasure trove mm-hmm. of inheritance, a daily bread of who we were created to be, a resurrection that changes everything. And so that's our choice. It's our choice today. It's our choice this week. It's our choice forever. Yeah, I think um, what I'm feeling stirred in me as you're sharing is just, you know, we we are seeing the world's wilderness mm-hmm. right now. And the wilderness is the place where love is awakened or it's not. Mm-hmm. And... So I think we're seeing very similar to the Israelites where they they reached this point where daily bread wasn't miraculous anymore, you know, and they they weren't, they lost their awe. So they demanded more and more to be done so that they could... Um, stay connected or stay faithful really their faithfulness was dependent on what he did instead of who he was and so coming into Shabbat uh, so it's just I loved that uh, Abby was born on Rosh Hadesh mm-hmm. um, but but I think that's significant too with a covenant of abide can we just abide with him mm-hmm. and Shabbat um, its meaning is his rod and his staff and power. And uh, so that that sounds like this big, booming, miraculous, you know, stun and shock and all these things, but it's not. 
Shavat means our connection to Papa in the everyday things. The way that we feel him becomes the way that we extend him. And so, you know, we've gone through the past months where seed was planted and we trust that what we planted is there and he's cared for it. It's in his hand and we aren't seeing the sprouts come yet. It's still winter. It's not time for the sprouts. Um, And so there can be this frustration when you can't see, you know, the ground isn't breaking and that green isn't starting to show. And this conclusion is drawn that because you don't see anything above the ground, nothing was planted. Because you don't, you don't see anything growing, nothing was planted. But that's not it at all. It's that abiding with Him, that faithfulness to Him, and how He uh, invites us and sustains us and surprises us every day like those everyday things that most people miss. And that's those are the things we get to start revealing to the world, a faithful people who He does something in our life, and we get to share it. We get to extend Him. We get to experience Him, and then we get to extend Him, and that's daily. And when a people, you know, world sees a people that can't stop talking about who their God is, they're going to start seeking that God instead of the false things that are leaving them empty. Like you said, that's going to really start to be sifted out. And and we need to be there for that. Um, and so it's, it's so important to know um, the season that we're in. You know, the tabernacle that um, we've just come into is living water. And um, it's, you know... Being Jesus being poured out, this outpouring, being poured out on all flesh, meeting the need of of man, you know, and it's not necessarily going to be the same for everyone. It's what what I need, what you need. He's going to pour that out, and there's a, a star within that tabernacle that means the name of the star means to separate. And so it's a picture of water and oil and how they each have a purpose. They both can be poured out, but there's a a separateness. And so it's a picture of just what you're saying. Can we see the difference? Can we see what he's doing, where he's doing it, what is needed, where it's needed, and be able to carry that jug and be, you know, be unafraid to pour out. Um... Along with the, you know, we don't draw the conclusion that nothing's growing, nothing's planted because we don't see it growing yet. Like, um, you know, it's very rainy here today. And uh, and that's that's the atmosphere of Shabbat is heavy rains. And it isn't these heavy rains that you see immediate growth from. It actually makes way for pruning. And sometimes we forget that when uh, there's going to be growth, there's got to be pruning. Yeah. And it's um, as simple as what we take hold of, which allows us to let go of things we didn't need. And 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 what's pruned in us, you know, it's um, it's pruning that wall. You know, what keeps us from peace? Well. 
discontent, you know, like all the opposites. And um, that really this is the season when somebody um, has something happen in their life that we we really pay attention to what it activates in us. And is that something that needs to be pruned? Because we don't know how long their seed has been in the ground. We don't know, you know, how faithfully they've been tending to that. And um, we really can get caught in the, an age, our own age of reason where we're, well, that was because this, 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 I calculated by this and divided by this. Okay, it makes sense to me now. I have reasoned this. But that's not revelation. That's not how revelation works. And so I just feel like he wants us to be very tender with each other's fields um, by celebrating, um, celebrating for each other, but also willingly pruning our own hearts when something comes up, comparison, jealousy, envy, uh, an accusation at him for why why is this person here and I'm here and there it isn't um, about the distance between it's about the difference that draws us closer and being able to see that and not have to judge or um, you know evaluate or reason out someone's choice or papa's you know because it is looking different. Um, what someone else is walking in right now is looking different than us. And so um, we start doing all the factoring to make ourselves feel better why that's not happening for me instead of, wow, what are you nurturing me through seeing that? And what's being nurtured in this person through where I am that, you know, just he really... I feel like wants us to be tender with his field because from his field comes daily bread from his field comes sustenance. And he wants us to be so tender with that and the sowing and the reaping that we really are knowing what's precious to him right now. Amen. And that we could really extend him like this is the time. How faithful is it to not be able to see all this outward manifestation, but you're testifying to what he's doing towards it every single day because you know he's there. You're abiding with him. You're dwelling with him. One of the meanings of abide is to remain in steadfast love. And so to remain with your first love and not get distracted, like you said, by all the other things um, that, that are... Really, not uh, their offers, not offerings. Hmm. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, have a wonderful week. Yes. And a wonderful Tuesday. Yes. And we will talk to you next week. Love and rockets. Bye.